The letter S. The 19th letter in the modern English alphabet. The seventh most common letter in English. The third most common consonant after T and N. It's the most common letter in starting and ending position. Black people. Africans. African Americans. Afro-Americans. The Negro. The original man. The Asiatic black man. The washers of bodies with a face cloth. The holders of hands under cold running water so that it gets warmer quicker. The washers and seasoners of poultry and sinks. The ice cream flavor of butter pecan for black mothers. And the big piece of chicken for black fathers. The purveyors of the remedy of ginger and tussin for all scrapes, bruises, tummy aches, and cancers. The adventures of math and science. The creators of civilization and cultures everything cool, the most hated and culturally appropriated. This week's episode is brought to you by Black People and the letter S. Because for some reason, we love putting the letter S on words that don't need it. Now back to the show. on uh, Apple Podcasts, mm-hmm. Google Podcasts, mm-hmm. Spotify, mm-hmm. Podbean, and wherever you get your favorite podcast from. Absolutely. Um, we do allow text messages, uh, text message feedback, and also voicemail feedback. Uh, you can give us a call at 843-410-8531, or you can leave us an email at codypod2977 at gmail.com because codypod at gmail.com is already taken. Once again, you right bastard. Yeah. And you can also follow us, uh, if you'd like to, on IG at childreninternet.exe, because this podcast is executable. Yep. 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 So this is the first podcast of the year. Shout out to us again. <laughs> for, for making it this far. Yeah, definitely for making it this far, you know. We started this thing about a year ago, so it's great to be back with y'all, and thanks for everybody that's been rocking out with us from the beginning. So Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank nah, you, man. Thank it's, you. It, it's a beautiful thing, bro. Yes. It's definitely yes. a beautiful thing. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. But this, again, this is Children of the Internet Podcast. Yeah. But no further ado, we do want to kick this thing off with a little thing I like to call the WSJYWs, the We See Us. And Mike always starts this thing off with his state alumnus shout outs and the Black Queen shout outs and the Black Folk shout outs. So go ahead. And again, so for our new listeners, our first time listeners, our long time listeners, and our last time listeners, just letting y'all know <laughs> this <laughs> this segment called "We See You" is about visibility. It's our own little so- section of Black excellence, so it's letting you know visibility is important. It's like we see you, we see what you're doing. This, on is, here, this is our tip of the cap, yeah, a wink, yeah. and finger pistols, like <laughs> 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 the, the, the nice uh, black man point, like. Hey. 
Trying to get like you, bro. Yeah, nah, man. I'm just trying to be hey, like you. Hey, like you, hey, bro. man. You know, I'm just living, man. You know. Hey, hey. hey. It's your world. I just live in. All right, then, Candace. Go on now. No, no. I got, I got all right. you now. All right. But no, um, I think for for all of the we see you's I have for this episode, it's going to be all South Carolina State alumnus. It's, it's just going to have to be that way. Um, January has been a damn good month for us. So let's see. Starting at the top. Um, this one. I know this gentleman personally. He's father, great husband, a fellow brother of the Beta, Beta Delta chapter of Alpha Phi Fraternity Incorporated, a Springle 3 uh, initiate. Um, I like to really, really just give a very warm and wholehearted we see you to brother Kenyatta Grimmage. Uh, recently, uh, thanks to the great folks of the, the Black History Intercollegiate Consortium, um, they honored one of five people for the MLK Humanitarian Award. Um, of course, Kenyatta was one of them. Um, currently, he is serving as the Associate Director for Access Initiates, excuse me, Access Initiatives and Pre-College Programs for the College of Charleston College, I mean, for the College of Charleston. Take, take time, brother. Take time. <laughs> Office of Admissions. Um, let's see if I can just go off the top of for the many things I know that Kenyatta's say, done. Kenyatta's dope, bro. Like, yeah. I actually, um, I got introduced to Kenyatta because I, there was this girl I used to talk to that was a uh, CFC alumnus, mm-hmm. and she actually introduced me to him. Like, yeah. We were at a women's basketball game, and she was like, yo, you ever met Kenyatta? I was like, no. He is that I'm guy. Mad I haven't up to this <laughs> point, but. You know, it's been on the pop since then. So. Yeah, no, no, he he's that guy. Um, I know he's he's cut my hair several times. Great barber, like I said, great father, great mentor. Someone that if I just need an ear to bend, he's there for me. And especially for a lot of just the the youngsters that that are out here, because um, let's see, he's a part of the the luminescent uh program at CFC, part of the multicultural overnight visit experience. Uh, the Otto B German uh, Minority Male uh, Initiative. Um, I know he's also a part of the uh, Hundred Black Men of Charleston. Yeah, um, and that's getting popping soon. So yes, yeah, I have. I have been noticing that. Um, I'm trying to think any more accolades to his name. Um, I think recently, I think maybe it was in 2019, um, he no, excuse me, in 2018, he was awarded a College Staff Person of the Year. Uh, for 2019, um, I think he earned the was it Demetria and Clement Clements Distinguished Mentor Award. So yeah, he all the he deserves all these accolades, all the blessings because he's been out here working hard, busting his ass, and moving in the name of Black Excellence. I salute you. We thank you, thank you for everything you've done. So thank you, Big Bruh. Appreciate you. <laughs> Shout out to me. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see who else we got here. Um, I got to, since we're in, let's see, we're in Super Bowl season right now. I have to give all credit and all praise to all of the state alumnus that, well, not no, not necessarily just in the Super Bowl. Is but there state in, alumnus in the Super Bowl? We do have state alumnus in the Super Bowl. Um, Did LeBron go to state? I'm sorry, he didn't. Oh. But it's all right, though. But uh, shout out to King Griffey Jr.'s son for uh, being accepted to a fan. I just want to throw that out there. Just read that today. But no, um, shout out to uh, Alex uh, Brown, rookie for the Kansas City Chiefs, cornerback from Santee, South Carolina, who will be playing Sunday. 
Uh, wish you the best. Thank you for representing us. Uh, we need to shout out uh, Darius Leonard, uh, linebacker for the Indianapolis uh, Colts from Nichols, South Carolina. He's playing in the. We played in the Pro Bowl. Excuse me, he played in the Pro Bowl. Uh, I think we uh, definitely speak on him uh, in previous episodes. Um, and the for the Reese's Senior Bowl offensive tackle Alex Taylor from Monk's Corner, South Carolina. We thank you, thank you for 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 Alex just Taylor. Yeah, Alex Taylor. For representing excellence out there on the field, we thank you. Um, oh, I can't even, I can't forget to mention um, Coach Buddy Pugh for being uh, MEAC Coach of the Year uh, this past season. So thank you. I mean, because he definitely turned it around from the previous season and just was kicking ass on the field. Thank you, good sir. And one of the highest one I definitely got to recognize um, our 2020 Hall of Fame inductee, part of the Centennial class, four time Super Bowl champ. With five uh, Pro Bowl appearances, three-time first-team All-Pro, was the 1998 uh, College Football uh, Hall of Famer inductee from Whitmire, South Carolina. Safety for the Pittsburgh Steelers, Mr. Donnie Shell. Also, let me throw in there, he's newly appointed to the Board of Trustees at South Carolina State right now. So, sorry, this 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 was a hell of a year for us. One more thing before I forget, um, we watched the Grammys. Shout out to everybody. I didn't there. watch the Grammys. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that though. State alumnus in the Grammys. Oh, State alumnus was definitely in the Grammys. Yes, sir. Um, if you're familiar with the band uh, Ranky Tanky, uh, they took home a Grammy. Uh, excuse me, they took home a Grammy for best regional roots out al- music album for Good Time. Mr. Charlton Singleton, like I said, fellow SCSU alum and Marching 101 alum. So, sir, we winning out here. We are really. We thank you for all of my fellow alumnus for showing that South Carolina State University produces talent. We produce quality. We produce just excellence all across the board. So we really here. We yeah, really I'm out also here. Also promote leaders in academic excellence while yeah. providing service advocacy. Yes, for all the communities. The, the the whole shebang. That is great to hear. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So, yeah, um, I'm actually as always. I like to keep it short, but I also like to keep it local, uh, but also keep it funky. Mm. Uh, give a shout out to Olivia Williams, CFC alumnus. Uh, alumni? Alumnus? I think it is. Alumni. I think it is alumni. I think, alumni. Alumni. I, think, I think it is alumni. Is alumni multiple or just one? I think I want to say it's one. I'm going to say alumni. Uh, alumnus. Yeah, yeah, let's go with that. It's one of the Illuminati. All yeah, right, so there you go. Olivia Williams, CFC alumni. Um, tour guide over there at the get this mcleod plantation yeah, did so you say plantation at the, at the plantation boy did you say plantation at the plantation but things are a little bit different on the mcleod plantation do tell olivia runs things with a iron fist uh-huh. over there telling it like it is not sparing any of the gory details of slavery not trying to you know paint it with a uh or looking at it with what do you, what do you say what do you call them uh rose colored glasses or whatever yeah She's ripping the wool off of everybody's all the sheep's eyes that attend the the tours over there at the McLeod Plantation. Um, and she's actually gained national attention over it uh, multiple times, uh, even internationally. Mm. Um, she There was an article about her in the BBC. And, and I know what you're thinking. The British BBC. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was an article about her in the BBC um, basically about how she gives her tours and how basically folks be mad at her because she tells them the truth and the truth is something they never heard before. Um, she's a history buff. You know, if you think you know history, I definitely, you should definitely meet up with with Olivia. 
feels like you so, it feels like you need either Jesus or Mero in the background while she's doing her tours and while she's speaking and really getting in it's there. Like, Rah, teach these devils. <laughs> Talk to these devils. <laughs> teach these devils. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. be like, ah, you mad? Ah. <laughs> now you just need Cameron's like, ah, you you mad? You mad? Uh, and that's literally what it'd be like. Folks be mad at her. They tried to get her fired before calling into their office, writing in, giving negative reviews and everything. What kind of time? What can they be saying? It's like, how dare this woman tells us about the perils of it's, slavery and the inhumane not, treatment? It's not true. What? No, it, it, it couldn't have been that bad. Uh, I, I, I mean, uh, there was this one thing that I saw on TV where it had all the, I, I don't just try to call them slaves where oh, they were all having a picnic and they was having a mixer and they were singing songs like uh don't trust those new niggas over there yeah it was something like that yeah yeah it was that historic uh animated document everybody's seen it yeah everybody's seen it but you know the 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 message that a lot of folks believe is that slaves were you know they were on the plantation and they were just they were having a good time and then they just got too lazy to work and just you know, probably out there electric Man, sliding and wobbling, sliding, yeah. like uh, Superman that hoe. You know how it goes. <laughs> yeah, so um, she's out there telling like it is, and folks weren't happy about it. Vice wrote an article about her. Um, uh, I believe she's gotten attention from other um, other periodicals and media outlets as well. So keep an eye out for her. I'm pretty sure you'll see a lot more about her. Definitely a person that is going to end up going down in history books. Like, please, we'll, please, we'll we'll be talking about her fifty years from now. It's like, oh yeah, oh Olivia Williams. Oh yeah, bro, I met her. Like, yeah, fam, say less. Like, you know. So shout out to her. Um, you know, if you get an opportunity, definitely Google Olivia Williams, Charleston, South Carolina. You see exactly what I'm talking about. So shout out to the homie. Um, you know, we see you. If nobody else sees you. Or recognize it. Yeah, we see you. Man, so, man, yeah. we, we appreciate you. Yeah, um, if we could uh, drop one clues bombs for all of our receivers, bro. Yeah, shout out to you. Oh, yeah, man. we oh, are yeah. so official with the clue bombs. Oh, yeah. All Love of that. that. All of that. Yeah. So, yeah, man. Um, so, our transition is always into a different session, a different section, but also something. So, we go from let's focus on, you know, the folks and saying we see them to more this is where we start to teach mike this is mm-hmm. where this podcast goes from observational to educational mm. shout out to y'all <laughs> <laughs> so this is where we go to educational and this is the segment that one of my favorite one of my favorite segments sorry about that um mm-hmm. i like to call it coffee Cause it's that shit that keeps you woke, you know. Mm. Tea is just other people's business. Absolutely. If you got the tea, that means you just know other people's shit. And uh, I think, uh, you know, we've been warned. Naughty by nature warned us about, mm. you know, being uh, other people's products, other people's OPP, you know, other people's, other people's personal, other people's problems, other people's, you know, private matters, private parts. So you know. So I don't, I don't want that. <laughs> I don't want any of that. That's so, not good. Yeah, it's not good for your spirit. Absolutely, and it's probably not good for your ingestion either. Mm, mm, yeah. So, with that in mind, um, we got that coffee for y'all. The shit that keeps you woke. And as always, Mike leads this thing off with his coffee. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Let's see here. That's a good one for y'all. Um, for our online shoppers, 
for this next little bit, I just want to let y'all know that we are not sponsored by these folks, but but I do swear by it because they have definitely been very helpful with all of, all of my online shopping. Yeah. Just want to get that Shout out. Shout out the to way. the sponsor, though. <laughs> hey, if we say this right, please sponsor us. Shout out to the good folks at uh, Honey. I don't know if anybody's uh, familiar with the Honey app. Um, it's Honey app work. Well, excuse me. The Honey app works in form of as you're doing your online shopping, you're on Amazon or you're on Foot Locker, Finish Line, getting those sneaks that you want. You wanted those Air Max uh, ones, or you wanted those Air Max Air Max 720s, and you're on Finish Line or East Bay or what have you, and you're going through the whole purchases and whatever, and you get to the point where you're getting ready to pay, and you see the little bar that says promo code, and you and I know you've anything like me, you've sit there and been like, man. I wish I had something to throw in there that could save me some money here and there. Or for the one that's given at the top of the screen, it may not, it may just be 10% off, but I want to see if I can get a little more. Well, that's where Honey comes in. Um, it's a nice little app that you can install on any browser that basically it searches its own databases of different coupons or possible coupons that you can use. It's not just one or two. I think at most I've seen it go as far as maybe five. And it's different codes that may well it may it will increases well excuse me it will increase your chance of maybe hitting on something big for your purchase. So I think more recently, um, before the year let out, there were some uh, Reeboks uh, GL six thousand um, that was priced for about a hundred. Use the Honey app, save like fifty dollars on it. So I swear by it. I, it's definitely been helpful for yeah. a lot of my sneaker purchases or in other purchases of the nature, and I just recommend it. So. Go try it for yourself. So, and um, also, um, Wait, before you go on, what's up? Um, if you act now, uh, using the promo code <laughs> Cody sixty nine four twenty, um, you could actually get uh two months free of Honey, um, a Honey subscription, a Honey Premium subscription. Um, again, you can use that promo code Cody sixty nine four twenty. Yeah. Please do not. I don't even know if they have promo code. <laughs> no, <they're Just> not. <laughs> it's all free. Oh, sorry. It's all free. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a free app. Oh, wait, it's, wait, it's, wait. It's, what kind of information we got to give up to use this free? Oh, they going to know our shopping habits. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, God yeah. damn it. It's, it's going full circle. Yeah. It's going full circle. So now we got to give up our information about the shit we buy and how much money we got. Yeah. They're going to be able to guess our um our average uh well, monthly income I mean, based well, on that. What's what's a little privacy? Just a lost privacy here right. and there. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, I was going to say also um change a damn battery in your smoke detector. Um that beep a fire, right? Yeah, yeah, that that <laughs> beeping sound, that beeping sound you're hearing is a warning that either your battery is low or it's just yeah, it's just getting low. You should go change it. The price of a nine volt battery, I think it, I think probably it comes in a pack or two, can run anywhere between like six to maybe eight dollars at your nearest uh, Dollar Generals or Dollar Trees or Family Dollars. Um, yeah, nice use of the letter S. Thank you. The, so, <laughs> the, le the letter of the day. <laughs> so yeah, go change that. Uh, it shouldn't just be some ambiance that you have. Like, oh man, I've just gotten so used to the sound. You know, it just it just works. No, you shouldn't be getting used to a beeping sound that beeps every I think five to ten minutes. There's, and there's also if you live in an apartment, um, call up your yeah, call up your 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 admins yeah, like they yeah can come change that yeah it's to your benefit please yeah. once they again can... for for this for the coffee it, at the very least uncle michael's trying to 
get you to be a better adult. Uncle Michael. Uncle Michael's trying to get you to be a better adult. Wow. So please, change your damn battery. Yeah. And that's all I have. And if you got a modern smoke detector, um, if that beep does start happening before you have an opportunity to replace your your battery, you can actually just push the test button. It'll actually test itself. You push it again, and the beeping will stop until you replace the battery. All true. Yeah. All true. So, uh, so you don't have to suffer in silence anymore. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, oh, the beeping sound. It's just ambiance. It just, yeah, it just, just makes, it just makes everything flow so well. I still hear the beeps. <laughs> I still hear the beeps, it's like, man. I, it's like I don't, I don't even mind it no more. It's like, no, I, I can hear it. No, you should mind. Yeah, that's not a, you should not mm. fuck with it. Yeah, yeah. So, Mike. Yes, sir. I'm gonna give out something to our Android users. I feel like there's too much hey, hey, in the world hey. catering to our. I'm an Android user. I am too. Oh wow. And I know a lot of our listeners are as well. I feel like there's too much catering to iPhone users out here in the world that some of the Android users don't know, you know, what we have available to us. Mm. So specifically Samsung users, we have something called Samsung Pay. It is 20 times better than Apple Pay. Mm. And I say this because Samsung Pay can work anywhere, even if the merchant doesn't say they can use Samsung Pay. Really? Yes. Because... Samsung phones have a special little uh, SIM card mm-hmm. um, where when you wave it next to the to a credit card scanner, there's a mag- it imitates the magnetic strip that's inside of a credit card, mm-hmm. and you will be able to read it just that, that way. Oh, wow. So, uh, for example, so my barber, really old barbershop, really old credit card machine, has one of those credit card machines where it's like he has to punch in the numbers himself. Mm-hmm. He can't even scan it. Oh, well, he can Never mind. I'm lying. Mm. He definitely can swipe your card. <laughs> but it's one of those ones where it's like you can like punch in all the numbers yourself. It like you got a dial up internet and all that shit. And I was like, hey, you um I don't have my card with me today to pay for this haircut. Do you take Samsung pay? He's like, I doubt it. This thing is really <laughs> old. And I was like, let's see what happens. Go ahead and like ring me up and uh, prompt me for a payment. And he did. And I waved my, you know did the things you have to do on your phone to initiate Samsung mm-hmm. Pay, held it up to the credit card scanner and it scanned. And I was able to swipe my, I was able to use Samsung Pay on the world's oldest credit card reader. Well, time out. What would have happened if that didn't work? I, I would have to fight that old man. <laughs> <for the haircut. laughs> I don't know. Okay. That's yeah, right. I would have to run out on it. That's so right. yeah, I was like, while I was distracting him with the trying to ring me up i would just ran out the door and then that's right that's came right. back when i had at least a hundred dollars to pay for you know the damage what the finesse yes there you go gotta be out here for this mm. so yeah you should know that like that's really important now some credit card readers are kind of harder to access um i would say especially the ones at gas pumps if they don't have like a you know a uh whatever the sensor. rfid pay yeah if they don't have that Sometimes it's a little bit harder to actually scan Samsung Pay at gas pumps, mm-hmm. but almost everything else it works. I've used it at Chipotle, um, where they don't all, they don't accept Apple Pay, but they can accept Samsung Pay. I've used it at Walmart, like everywhere, nice. everywhere that has like a pretty accessible, you know, anything that doesn't require you to actually insert your card into it, mm. um, you can use Samsung Pay with it. So I can be that. aware. I and know. sometimes Samsung Pay offers um, cashback rewards. Even better. Yeah, cashback rewards just for using Samsung Pay. Yep. And they always offer Samsung points as well. So, mm. yeah. So, that's some important shit. So, on to the second one, right? So, we're in an age where we purchase a lot of shit digitally, mm-hmm. right? 
you probably purchase the games um, through like the your respective video game marketplace that mm-hmm. I purchased PSN, uh, Xbox Live marketplace for mm-hmm. me. You probably rent movies from time to time. You probably buy movies and TV shows from time to time. Mm-hmm. All that digital content you're purchasing inside in in game purchases. Uh, you know the money we spend on different things we're involved with online Mm -hmm. um yeah that's all digital content that we spend money on right Mm -hmm. fortnite apex legends uh call of duty the calls of duties all those things all the movies you buy the music you download that you pay for right Mm -hmm. you don't own any of that shit get the fuck out of here you may have poured thousands of dollars into it over the past couple of decades and you don't own a single bit of it so when you purchase digital content, when you, or when you spend money for digital content, what you're actually doing is purchasing a license, and that license can be revoked at any time. It doesn't guarantee that the the item will never change. You know, um, for example, there are items you can purchase on like video games. Like you purchase like a clothing item or you know in-game currency for a video game. It doesn't guarantee that that currency, you can get your money back for that currency at any time. It's not exchangeable. You're just purchasing a license for it. It Mm -hmm. can be changed or revoked at any time. Same thing with videos, same thing with movies, same thing with music. OnlyFans. (laughs) You know, OnlyFans might be the best example. You know, you you pay for that subscription fee for digital content, and then you get on there, and OnlyFans is whack. And it's like, wow, they got me. And then she deletes OnlyFans. I'm like, oh man, my <laughs> twenty dollars worth. Damn so, so yeah, keep that in mind. Like, a lot of folks are gonna be disappointed, and I'm pretty sure a lot of folks have been disappointed. You know, um, at the end of last year, or at least like the third quarter of last year, um, cloud gaming became like the discussion it was like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, we, we can game in the cloud now, and Google Stadia became a part of that discussion, where Google Stadia, if for those for the uninitiated is a cloud gaming service by Google where instead of having physical games that you plug into your console, you purchase digital content that you stream over the cloud. You pay full price for it, though. Mm. And you don't get a single physical thing that you own at all. You're just paying for this license. And the part that sucks is Google Stadia is probably not going to be around for long. So you have people that purchase Google Stadia purchase a video game at full price a digital video game at that a video game that they do not have the physical disc for purchase it at full price and now the platform that they purchased it on is probably going to go away so they'll never be able to redeem the value of that ever again if this if the if it shuts down it's gone forever the games you purchase all the content you purchase gone yeah so keep that in mind y'all you know, I'm not saying not to. I still purchase digital content, you know, from time to time. Sometimes it's just what I prefer, you yeah. know. Sometimes I don't want to keep up with a library of DVDs, <laughs> you know. DVDs? Like have, a, have a wall of Blu-rays. Yeah. You know, have a wall of VHSs. Like, sometimes you don't want to keep up with that stuff. So you will rather purchase it digitally so you can access it anywhere. But realize that accessing anywhere could go away anytime. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah. Hopefully, y'all minds have been blown with this. Hopefully, y'all learned something. On this journey with us, the um, bank better. That's all. Hope your for. coffee cup is empty right now because you just took it to the head. Mm. Yeah, just took a big old, big old shot straight to the head of piping hot coffee. Mm. Yeah, you now have third degree burns on your tongue and throat. Mm. 
So, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, hopefully your mouth and mine were blown. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Man, yo, so much shit has happened already in 2020. I mean, right, well, of course, the most negative, well, the most unfortunate with uh, right. Big Brother Kobe yeah, uh, and his daughter uh, leaving us. And like I said, that, that's super unfortunate. Yes. But um, we shall continue on and be Absol- strong for the family. I mean, that's that's definitely that was Kobe's thing, bro. Like, yeah, Kobe's thing was like, you know, you go hard every day. Yeah, go hard every day because like there's people that would be, you know, that would love to take your spot, you know, mm-hmm. and that's what separates everybody else from. That's what separates the successful from, you know, the people who aren't successful. Exactly. Like, it's just what go hard every at it every day. If you really want something, bro, so, you go know, get it. Yeah, go get it. That's and then more so, if it didn't work out, at least you can walk away saying you left it all on the floor. Exactly. Yeah. Now, because yeah. it was coincidentally enough, um, I think it was maybe like a week and a half before he died. Just randomly found myself on YouTube, and I just wanted to go watch his old, um, was it the Mamba Mentality videos? The stuff that he did where he had Tony Robbins, Kanye West, uh, Aziz Ansari, uh, and uh, Serena Williams. Just, just, just feeling nostalgic. I went back to go see it. I was like, man, because that that was like t- mid twenty tens when he did that. Yeah. I want to say, and of course, seeing how young everybody was, and then just seeing how, I mean, he had such a nice sense of humor about even with his own mentality and everything. So, you know, it was just dope to see. But like I said, just unfortunate how things kind of turned out. Yeah, no, nah, it definitely is, man. Definitely, you gotta give me flowers. Give their flowers while they're still here. Absolutely, like that, so. absolutely. Yeah, man. Um, so that's happened. Uh, I feel like some other major World War Three started. Yeah, and may have ended. I'm not sure. Yeah, as quick as it started, quick as it went away. Yeah, the uh, a lot of major shit. The uh, the virus, the coronavirus. Oh, coronavirus, the corona. Dang, bro. Like we were just talking about coronas and grenadine. Yeah, yeah. the other day. <laughs> and now it's, it's become a virus. That's, yeah, that's that. The grenadine actually. Came, yeah, that's what really virus. started the virus. It finally mutated, and the grenadine yeah, inside the yeah, coronas yeah, mutated. Yeah. And shout out to the people that have been playing. Like, uh, you ever played Pandemic? Uh, not Pandemic. Um, the the virus video game where you like create a virus and you got to basically kill the whole world with it. I haven't, but I'm familiar with it. I, yeah, I forgot what yeah, the game yeah. is called, but. Shout out to the people that think that's how viruses really work. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's thinking it's, it can like just jump continents and stuff like that. That's not what's happening mm-hmm. now. It's like, you know. So, yeah. People that are getting their scientific information from video games. and Bless your heart. You know, ble- definitely bless your hearts, bro. Like, you hate to see it. <laughs> you, you truly hate to see it. Yeah. But, Mike, so. What's up? 2020 just started, right? Mm-hmm. I don't want you to do a recap of 2019 at all. Okay. But. Around the end of last year, I'm pretty sure you started doing like a lot of reflecting, like when you mm-hmm. started talking about your goals for next year, mm-hmm. and you started talking about like I guess you know your New Year's resolutions or what mm-hmm. have you. Um, oh, but you're a pretty woke, brother. I'm pretty sure you had Thank New you. Year's revolutions. Oh, absolutely, yeah, absolutely bro. like that, like yeah, that. So you have some New Year's revolutions out here, bro. <laughs> so with that in mind, um, I know one of the things we talked about. Or we've talked about just kind of off air mm-hmm. about this podcast and just about us in general. As we've we're both you know we're honest men now, and because of that, I feel like we got really reflective on our our old our old fuckboy ways, bro. Oh yeah, yeah, man. And 
and about you know kind of cleansing ourselves of those uh fuckboy ways um, tendencies as, as you put and it behaviors and, yeah can you tell us what fuckboys mean does it actually mean fucking boys absolutely not. okay no gotcha. it's <laughs> yeah sure <laughs> um what's the best way that i can put it it's someone who has a loose sense of entitlement okay. lacks accountability a very a, a what's a how did nobody say it from uh it's always sunny it's a a loose grasp on honesty and lacks a lot of communication dare i say <laughs> oh he's a well this individual is unable to say what's on his mind and well excuse me his or her mind or effectively so we're talking beyond just like the interactions with women we're yeah talking about with, so you, fuck boys is a lifestyle or something yeah i would definitely say so this is a certain individual that definitely uses uh certain tools like gaslighting uh manipulation okay. oh, uh yeah. just all around lies and things of that nature oh, bro, that sound like... <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. don't sound that bad man, bro. <laughs> get to the negative <laughs> But no, it's it's, it's, it's it's a certain individual that uses these certain practices just to, to try to get over on someone, uh, all as a product of their this person's own insecurities yeah. and able to just, I guess, find some type of peace and happiness in the most honest, honorable, and effective way. Gotcha. If that makes sense. So that's the opposite of what, what a fuckboy should be, want to strive to become. To be a man, to be an adult, or to be a stand-up, solid individual. To be a man. To be a man. To be a man. But no, just be a be an adult, be a solid, stand-up person. Say what you mean, mean what you say. Be a, uh, a man of integrity. Don't don't half-ass anything. Gotcha. Yeah, you know. Don't don't. <laughs> don't. You got a whole ass everything. Exactly. Know? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean. Never- Oh yeah, go nah, ahead. No, nah, no, go ahead. No, nah. nah, I was gonna say. I mean, uh, no, uh, go ahead. Whatever. No, nah, no, nah, you got it, bro. <laughs> um, and whatever, uh, whatever, I guess, uh, troubles that may come your way, or whatever consequences that is, you stand, you stand up to it and handle it. You don't just try to, you know, sidestep and be like, nah, defer to someone else. Don't, like I said, you don't want to take accountability for the stuff that you might have done wrong. It's like, nah, it's that person's fault for. It's, it's your fault for me cheating on you, or it's just, it's your shit, fault bro. for me stealing from you because if, if you didn't have it out there. Me, I wouldn't have taken it or whatever, or any shit like that. It's yeah. like, nah, I, I put myself in this situation, not to deal with the consequences, whatever that may be. Gotcha. So, and so the fuck boys be the be the type to gain a woman's trust in her heart, and then be like, gotcha, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that that, that, that sort much, of thing. Is that, is that what we're talking about? Yeah. Okay, gotcha. And it's, and it's not one of those things. Is that uh, it's it's. it's uh, Oh, I think as I was trying to research this correctly, it's not a man that goes fucks a lot of women and this, that, and the third. That's that's the furthest thing from oh, the yeah, case. That definitely wouldn't be me, bro. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, it's, it's not a man with multiple sexual partners. I mean, it's, I mean, you know, we're all adults. People can have sexual partners. It's just all in how you play the game. It's all in how Fair honest enough. and how upfront you're being. You, you're not saying one thing and then doing another. See, so, do we have any like? Uh... Like examples, so people like what? What's like examples of a fuckboy? Uh, like in in pop in pop culture and pop culture, um, who would be like the the most fuckboy? Like the fuckboy. Mm, I can't think of pop culture, but the story, my favorite story, the the Charlotte story. 
Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. To, pre- to preface this uh, before Mike tells the story. No, no, no. This, yeah, you, you tell oh, no, you, no. you tell it better. So I don't know. I'll, if, I don't I'll, know if I tell it better. Uh, okay. Right. So I uh, so so uh, I'll let Mike tell the story. All but right. I give it a shot. Just just, I, just 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 help me fill in the gaps of wherever I'm wrong. So right. uh, last year, yeah. uh, uh, Byron invited me and young boy Will up to Charlotte for a bro trip. Uh, one of shout his out to Will for shout out to the young boy Will. Man, we miss you. Um, uh, one of his homegirls was having a birthday party at the, was it, uh, Sweet in, uh, Charlotte? Sweet in the epicenter. In the epicenter. Yeah, you know, that's um, how we get down. Yeah. <laughs> we ain't broke boys over yeah, here. Yeah, we in the epicenter. <laughs> 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 but no, um, we were, uh, Byron gave us a heads up that, uh, of course, the young lady wanted to, um, get a section. And he told the price. Wasn't a problem. We all paid. And. Which was a very, like. Yeah, I think it was a good price. Yeah, very, very modest price. Section wasn't packed. It, nah, yeah. nah. It was not a problem at all. So either way, we make it our way up there, and everybody's having a good time. DJ's, you know, scratching. The party's jumping. All the sections was, the, the section was just a vibe. The, the vibe was there. The, everybody was vibing. Fucking vibe. Just, just the fucking vibe. And um, around, well, I think right around the time where, you know, really we were getting in the midst of the vibe. In the I, thick of it. In the, in the thicks of the shits. Just couldn't happen to notice that for the in the section that we were in, it was a bunch of girls and one dude, and this one dude for some strange reason just kept ice grilling Byron the whole time. Yeah, just could not figure out for the life of me because uh, like, dude, there's a bunch of women. Yeah, I'm like, dude, there's a bunch of women here. So I was like, why are you staring at one dude? I was like, are you? Is he on the? Is he interested or like what's? Right. All right, Mike. I didn't. Homophobia. <laughs> but no, no, no. But dude yeah, was weird, bro. Yeah, he was just he was just being real weird. Like I said, he just kept staring at Byron the whole time. I I couldn't understand. So of course I asked Byron, um, to you know what's this deal? Then what'd you tell me about him? I was like, hey man, um, so birthday girl already pulled me to the side and said this is one of her old uh, one of her old cuddle buddies, and uh, she's already cut him off from the cookie, mm. but. They're still homies. I was like, I respect that. Yeah, that's, 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 that's real. It happens yeah. all the time. But she was like, uh, he thinks he's about to smash, but he ain't even pay for the section yet. Bro. He ain't even pay for the goddamn section. Yet, Strike bro. one. Wow. Like, Strike <laughs> one. So I'm like, wow. And you're telling me all this because. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I, didn't, I, didn't even, I don't even recall asking. She was just like, I didn't pay for the section. I'm like, wow. Like, oh, that's oh. crazy. Anybody get the cakes? Wow, yeah, wow. That's, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so as the night's going on, we're all having a great time, just like I said, just vibing, drinking, just partying, and carrying on. Um, night comes to an end, and I think we all started going our own ways for that night. And I think, yeah, shout out to the homie Jazz and Terrence for allowing me to crash uh, in the guest room. Um, I remember waking up that next morning and checking on Byron just to see how everything went, and then apparently, shit really hit the fan. So. After the club, after party, everybody yeah. went their separate ways. I was like, "Hey, y'all, like y'all got y'all thing going on." I'm me and me, and Dirty Mike and the boys gonna hit. <laughs> <laughs> we gonna we're gonna uh, mosey on down, go back to go back to the room, probably catch some uh, Waffle House, something like that. You know, nothing crazy. Mm-hmm. It's like, yo, we need to be back. We need to meet back up with y'all. Yeah, we need to. Y'all need to be. I was like, well, we gotta take Mike to his destination. And then I'll hit y'all up afterwards, see where y'all at. I was like, so, all right. So I honestly went out with the intentions. It was like, hey, we probably ain't going to see them again tonight. Mm-hmm. Like, they're drunk. They don't know what they're talking about. Like, you mm-hmm. know. 
So like, all right. So we ride out, drop the boy Mike off, and that's where things get interesting. I was like, all right. Like, yo, shawty, we uh, we on the way to you. Just shoot us the address. We thought we was going back out. Thought the night was going to be long. I was like, nah, we back at the hotel. Come on to the hotel. Like, all right, cool. So we showed up to the hotel. And we come up to the room. And uh, girls there, of course. Mm-hmm. But this guy, he's like, he's there. And I'm like, <laughs> all right. This is, this is interesting. And she's like, I don't know how he got up here. Like, like the front desk gave him a key. He shouldn't have had a key, but Ooh. I'm too, like, I'm, I'm nobody's going to mess up my vibe tonight. It's whatever. Exactly. So I remember dude was in the room trying to spark up. Like, he had the shower started in the in the bathroom and everything. You know the common thing. You yeah. smoking in a hotel. Yeah. yeah. So it's like he's in the room. I can't believe to, that's still a thing, people smoking in a hotel. Yeah. I was like, you can smoke outside. Yeah. These cops come. I don't know. Mm. Run? I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> Just assume it's legal. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what I would say. I was like, oh, it's legal one for but, but and, you know, it's time to spark up in the hotel room. I'm like, all right, well, let's hurry up and get out of here because I don't like what's going on. So we did. Me and Shawty, we hopped in the car. And Will and uh, homie James. Shout out to yeah, James. Yeah, sorry, sorry about that. Shout out to Tracy Gage. Yeah. Um, so we hopped in the car, headed towards, it wasn't even Waffle House. It was some, some place called, like, I don't know, Midnight Diner or something like that. Yeah. Something like that. So mm-hmm. we were heading to Midnight Diner. But it was about to close soon, and the line was stupid. It was stupid packed. Mm-hmm. So all right, we're gonna go to Waffle House there. So he's on the old day Waffle House, and then uh, she gets a phone call. It's like, hold on, hello, you lying? I know you lying. I know you're fucking lying. Where yet? Where y'all at? What they said? Y'all got to go back. <laughs> I, was oh, like, I was like, that's never a good sign. Here comes strike two. I was like, oh, what, what happened? He's like, I, I really don't know, but I guess this fucking dingus was smoking in the room and the, and the fire alarm went off and they got kicked out of the room and they told us we got to pay like an exorbitant amount of money if we want to mm. stay for another night. I was like, sheesh. I was like, well. Gotcha, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, he got your ass. <laughs> but I was like, all right, we'll take, we dropped back off. So we dropped her off. And then we end up like, we were so tired. We didn't even want to go back out to Waffle House. We stopped by a gas station and got like gas station burritos, chips, and mm. soda. And we went back to the room and warmed that shit up and just went to sleep. Bro. Like, gotcha. We were so tired at gotcha. that point. Oh, yeah, man. I was say, was, that, was that the end of the story? Was... Uh, yeah, I mean, so pretty much. That was like the end of the story. So when, uh, when she got back to the hotel... She was like, uh, you know, everything had already been taken care of. Guy was leaving and stuff like that. But the story she was told was um, pretty much like after they found out they were kicked out, they all came downstairs and was like, what can we do to stay? And it was like, you got to pay like 250 if y'all want to stay for another night. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, oh, oh, the homie's uh, homegirl was there and was like, well, you the one who's getting us kicked out, so you should pay for it. As of and course. Like, All right, cool. So he went to go pay for it, and his card declined. Strike three. <laughs> like, hey, <laughs> you hate to see it. So, man, uh, I wouldn't even try it, bro. If I knew my car was going to be Yeah. I ain't got it. Come on, wasn't he popping like big shit like he had money? Yeah, nah, got more belts. Yeah, yeah, they had to, yeah, yeah. Had a hit on the Obsidian Jordans and everything. I was like, hey, man. Yeah. Hey, bro, you like money to me, bro. Exactly, but apparently, yeah. 
you ain't got it. So I'm like, man, your whole scam attempt and to get the cheeks hey, just bro. failed miserably. Dude, scamming hard, bro. So, uh, yeah, so that happened. Um, they end up linking up with us again the next day. But we were we were too busy scooting. Yeah, we yeah, we were, we were definitely about that school oh, life. We were definitely scooting. We were on. That day, bro. We were scooting, <laughs> scooting and booting, bro. We like, was on the scoot shits. Yeah, but yeah. So I, I guess that's a prime example of a fuckboy. Yeah, uh, fuckboy story. A little details, yeah. but but nah, this one was a little layered. Yeah, like, a lot of lot of layers. A lot like, of like layers. Parfait, bro. Like, yeah, yeah, man. So I guess that's what you don't want to be. Mm-mm. Yeah, because he was out here basically scamming for the yeeks. And it wasn't. It didn't, it didn't end up working in his favor. Didn't have a chance in hell. Yeah, no, not a gold chance. <sighs> yeah. So, Mike, have you ever been a fuckboy? I have. Damn. I have. Damn. I, I, I can be very real with myself and say yes, I have. I'm not proud of it. I'm not proud of uh, past actions though. But yes, I have. I've never considered myself a fuckboy, but based on some of these like definitions. I can see some miss being mis- mm-hmm. misconstrued as, you know, you probably fall in that category. You mm-hmm. know, if you did a Venn diagram, I'm exactly. pretty sure there'd be some things in the middle there. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. Like, but I think even more so, like I said, for this, I know the stories that I have and just from the things that I, I, I've researched and just the things that I, I've heard from other people. And I, I think the point that I want to try to drive home that as far as fuckboy shit goes, it doesn't necessarily have to affect somebody of the opposite sex. It, it could, you can literally affect uh, either your, your close male friend or, or a female friend or some, some to the tune of that, yeah. whether it be, and I think what's the one thing that kind of comes to mind is the homie star. Um, from my hey, shout out to Star, man. We, we know you're listening, man. Thank you. Um, from my earlier days here, um, of course, you know, I'm a social butterfly. It's nothing for me to kind of get out and start making friends. And social butterfly, social butterfly. <laughs> I, I, I admit to that, but no, uh, start socialite, Mike. Thank you, thank you. But no, one of the uh, first people uh, that I met was Star, and from knowing Star, you know, he travels in a nice uh, circle. Uh, shout out to Robbie, DJ Ardon, shout out to Prima. And for that, I noticed that they were getting into a lot of like bars or parties and whatever for the free ski. So um, it was kind of easy to get in the habit of if I'm going to go out with him, I know I'm going to be good to, uh, to get in this at party. Or if I'm going to be hanging out with them, I know they're going to be buying drinks or whatever, whatever. The one thing that I had to even then be careful of because I felt the fuckboy tendencies coming uh, was the fact that I'm getting complacent in this. I the one thing that I didn't want Star to ever feel is that, damn, this Mike, this nigga Mike is a leech. Every time I go out, this nigga come out and, and it feels like this nigga's just draining my money. He's like, he never can, I never want him to feel like, oh, he's never contributing to whatever, whatever. So I know the one thing in more recent years, I, I definitely can, uh, proud to say is that I wanted to make more of a conscious effort of saying that, yeah, I know you, you fall on the laurels of saying like, you know, if you my nigga, I'm a, I'm a take care of you or whatever, whatever. But like, nah, I want to make sure this is reciprocated. I want to make sure it's like if we get into the parties or if you get me here, we're here. I'll cover drink. I'll cover first round of drinks for me and you or or whatever or vice versa, because it's like you you are a true friend. You've looked out for me. We have great talks. You put me on game for a lot of things. And I, I know I owe you that much. 
So I want to make sure I pay. I want to be respectful of you and just show you how much I appreciate you in that fact. I never want you to think little of me. I want to make sure that I'm holding a, a, a high level of respect and I want it to be mutual. So that's one thing. And I'm still still actively working on it. and still that applies to even other relationships, whether it be with my LBs or you or any other close friends. I never want y'all to ever feel like that in, in that regard. And of course, that's just practicing good adulting when you're just going yeah. out. So, yeah. Yeah, nah, I definitely understand it. So, like, what's so? But what's some fuckboy shit you've actually like done? Oh, that I've done? <laughs> yeah, let's get down to the brass <sighs> tacks, Mike. Oh man, um, like I said, I'm, I'm still trying to like. So, I, I think it's important that one we be transparent with. Yeah, our yeah, no, you're right, right. But also, like, you know, maybe we cleanse ourselves of our of our fucking fuckboy ways, yeah. bro. Like, maybe we, you know. Right. Oh no, sorry. What about you, sir? I mean, I gave my story though. Yeah, I got. Well, <laughs> I feel like you gave an example where you weren't a fuck boy. It's oh. like, it's like nah. And then I, you know, I contributed and everything was fine. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, nah. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm a pretty wholesome guy. Like, bro, I don't really do too much crazy shit. But you know, looking back on uh, situations and whatnot, I do feel like I got into it like a lot of. Uh, situationships mm-hmm. purposely like where I would just like get involved with somebody and I knew I didn't have any intentions of mm-hmm. staying with them for a really long time or like at all mm-hmm. and I would do this on purpose knowing that it was not going in any kind of positive direction mm-hmm. and I would just keep that shit going for you know I guess as long as I felt like keeping it going mm-hmm. and then I would let it either like fade away on its own or kind of just do some shit so they were like ah this dude is terrible. Mm-hmm. I don't want anything to do with him. I was like, gotcha, bitch. <laughs> you know what I'm but nah, I, 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 I really used to do that. Like I was actually in a long term relationship once where, uh, dating chick, cool chick, shout out to her, mm-hmm. shout out to her for listening. Um, super cool chick, but, and I think she's a good person and everything, but we just weren't working out. Like it just mm-hmm. wasn't working. Like, you know, you can, you can have two good people in, and they not be good for each other. You know, mm-hmm. you know how it goes. Yeah, yeah. So with that in mind, uh, we started dating, and everything was going cool for a while. But we started to drift apart, and I knew we were, and I knew I wasn't necessarily feeling it anymore. Mm-hmm. But I was so used to it, I didn't, like, want it to go away. So mm-hmm. yep. instead of, like, breaking it off, I was like, yeah, you know. That's just the thing that's always going to be there, regardless, you know? Mm. And things like, you ain't going nowhere. You still going to be right there. Literally, that's how I felt. Mm. Like, that's in my, like, I can't even clean it up. That's how I felt in my mind. Mm. Like, you ain't going nowhere. Like, where, where, where are you going? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, so I definitely felt that way in my head. Um, so I was be out here in the world. And then, like, one day when she was, she, like, texted me and was like, hey, one day I'm going to leave you and I'm never coming back. There's nothing you can do about it. Man, like, like, I didn't even respond to that. Like, <laughs> it's six o'clock in the afternoon. I'm going, I, I'm asleep. <laughs> I was asleep. I didn't say that. <laughs> but, you know, and then eventually she did. Like, it was mm. like, yo, I'm done. And I was like, and then, of course, turn on your fuckboy ways. Like, but what about us? Like, mm-hmm. I thought it was you and me forever. Mm-hmm. I thought it was like, hey, big head, you know, mm-hmm. like throwing all the inside jokes at him, like, ah, Michael Jordan. <laughs> 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 like, what about what happened to us? You know? So 
Yeah. And I don't feel like I necessarily like lost out is a good thing at all. Mm-hmm. But I do feel like that's an opportunity. That was a situation where I kind of had a good person and where I had an opportunity to kind of salvage a friendship. I actually ended up ruining it because mm-hmm. I like, because my fuck boy ways. Because instead of just being a man, I could have just been up front and be like, hey, I don't think this is working, but mm-hmm. I really like you as a person. I feel like we should remain friends. Mm-hmm. I mean, above all, you know? Yeah. And know. she has a cool family, too. But yeah. that's neither here, n- hither, nor thither. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's an example of some, some fuck boy. Uh-huh. Fuckboy shit I did, you know. I think that was I think that's the major fuckboy shit. And then after that, I just got into a bunch of like situationships on purpose again. Yeah, because I was like, I, I don't really want to be myself, but I also don't want to be with anybody else. Yeah, so, exactly. <laughs> so, so I wasted a bunch of people's time, like back to back. Some people at the same time, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, you know, dare dare I, I say you was afraid to be by yourself. And taking time out to heal yeah, and figure yeah. out you first. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Also, that same way, I just went back to how I was in college. Mm. I was that way in college when I was like first, like kind of got out there, out mm-hmm. there, and I was like, "Hey, man, I kind of like this," but I also, you know, don't want to be tied down to anybody. Mm-hmm. So you know, and more wasted so, a, wasted a bunch of good women's time. More so, there's that fear. beautiful women at that too. I was like, "Oh my uh, god, she's." It's, it's, it's more so that, that fear of that rejection of, like, oh, she may not accept me for who I am. Mm-hmm. I hope to nope. Be. Oh, wasn't that? Oh. I wasn't even concerned with that at oh. all. At all. Like, I literally had a, I was like, I'm, I'm fine. Like, mm. <laughs> you know, I, I'm, I'm good. Mm. But I was, I was kind of thinking that, like, I don't want to be tied to this person. Gotcha. Like, yeah. Mm. Yeah. I just don't, don't want to be tied down. So, wasted a bunch of people's time. Um, in college and then got into a relationship and then after that relationship wasted a lot of people's time post college until I took out a lot of time to myself that healing time you were talking about Mm -hmm. took out a lot of time to myself got myself together and I was like you know what I'm ready to go back at this for for real this time Mm. yeah and I did and here we are gotcha gotcha I can dig that. I can dig that. You know how it goes, bro. No, absolutely. Yeah, you absolutely. love to see it, man. So, that was kind of like my cleansing. Because the one thing that I used to beat myself up all the time was like, damn, man, I did all this like terrible shit. Um, And I say terrible shit like it was like super like. No, call it for what it is. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, don't terrible. sugarcoat it. Call it for what right, it is. Right, right. Call right. that demon terrible, by its name. Terrible fuckboy shit. And I used to beat myself up all the time. I was like, oh, you're not, you're not actually a good person mm. and unless those folks would forgive me like you know vocally I would never feel like I was a good person or if I could get back in, if I couldn't get back into that person's good graces I would just feel like I'm a terrible person mm-hmm. you know but the thing I had to come to grips with was I couldn't wait for other people to allow give me permission to be a better person mm-hmm. I just had to be I just had to own own it and then be a better person regardless Gotcha. You know, I can't That's wait. Real. I can't wait for you to give me permission. You know, because sometimes, like when when somebody doesn't like you, they don't care if you're a better person or not. No. Like in their eyes, you'll never be a better yeah. person. Yeah. You, you've already hurt them, man. Yeah. It's like no, you you've already crossed this line. There's no coming back from that. Yeah. So. I've literally like talked to one person where it's like it was like ten years ago. And it's like once a cheater, always a cheater. And I was like, wow. Mm-hmm. That was like 
No um, such thing back, as redemption. This is back in the day. No such thing as redemption. Right, and that's and that's okay though because you know you're entitled to that. Like, yeah, I'm not in your shoes, and I can't tell you how to feel about it, and I can't try to even change your mind about it. But gotcha. how I can change is me. That's very <laughs> true, and yeah. I will, and I have, well, and I'm so gonna continue to. I salute you. Yeah, I salute you. Yeah, yeah. But I okay. Well, shout out to Beto. <laughs> Oh, well, I'm in the applause. No, that's real. That's 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 super real. Yeah. Um, before we jump back to me, I need to take a pee pee break. And while I'm taking the pee pee break, we're gonna take a pause for the cause and go pay some bills. Let's go. Uh, yeah, let's go pay some bills real quick. And uh, as I get myself together, as and a man, um, as a man, I'll, I'll go do my weird. joint. So yeah. yeah, I'll pee-pee. probably redub that as something else. No, no, don't you ever do that. I want that. Get. <laughs> all right, <laughs> all right uh, yeah. So, yeah, go on, go on, go on, do your thing. Have you or a loved one ever been disappointed? Experts in psychology have found that expectations are the leading cause of disappointment in young people ages 18 to 35. Through extensive field studies and closed animal trials, Conducted by the world-renowned Dr. Leotis Bostaff. Man, I owe so much to Dr. Bostaff. He has changed my life for the better. It's like, my life was going nowhere. I wanted it to go somewhere, but it's right where I need it to be. It's like, man, even even through my love life, it's like, I stopped pursuing IG models or random NFL cheerleaders, and you know I, I settled with somebody just as ugly as me. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Come here, baby. Come here, baby. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> she, she ain't much, but it's an honest living. Experts in the field have found that lowering your expectations actually reduces your chances of being disappointed long-term by over 80%. Understand, my name is Doctor, and I'm Doctor in name alone. I could have gone to school for 20 years, and what that would have got me? $100,000 in student debt? The liberal elite want to make you feel like mediocrity is a bad word. Mediocrity isn't a bad word. You want to know a bad word? Dick nipples. Take back your life. Take back your happiness. And lower your expectations. Why worry about a glass ceiling when the carpet on the floor is so plush and comfortable? Now, back to the show. <laughs> oh shit! Oh, no, man, you wow. cut that. Please cut that. We can't. That we can't break that into crazy, the Crazy, bro. We that, that can, why did that happen? That is. Uh, that'll never happen again. I wish yeah. we had the mics on when that happened. Yeah, fool. Wow, fool. man. Plum fool. Plum fool. Oh man. Let's see. Yeah. Where did we leave off? Uh, Mike, back, you, were talk, me? you were talking about how you used to be a fuckity fuck boy. Yo, yeah, yeah. You're gonna be better to the most extreme degree. Um, the year was 2012. I just got off uh, about 
roughly 75, 80 pounds a week. I had 75 or 80 pounds? 75 to 80 pounds a week. It was, it was a lot of hard work uh, starting from, I think it was August. Uh, yeah, August of the previous year going up until roughly like that April, May time frame. Anyway, um, had a whole new just flock of attention coming my way of just people checking me out, just saying, giving me compliments here and there. Of course, proud of me of getting the weight, uh, the weight off. But at the same time, I'm just getting a lot of eyes here and there that I just wasn't used to. And I mean, comes that comes, you know, certain things. And uh, I found myself in certain situations like I, I got it got to the point where my ego got so inflated that i was a fucking monster out here it's like nobody couldn't tell me nothing it's like no i'm hot shit out here i'm popping like what the fuck you mean what what is this shit you talking about like what the fuck you mean you offended no if, if we if, if we about to get physical let's get physical girl We're like fuck like no it, it was I, I was on that type of time like just being a complete asshole to the point where i, I found my <laughs> like i like i found myself in, in in certain predicaments where um like well for one somebody that i was involved with I, in one of those situations similar to you uh in a situation ship where in the long scheme i was just wasting her time and then getting all this other newfound uh found uh just, just attention um i'm in these other type of situationships or just just fucking around with whoever and all of a sudden somebody gets pregnant and I think that was right around my twenty, my twenty fifth birthday. Um, as as the uh, situation goes, uh, it ended with an abortion. But that wasn't the worst of things because it's shortly that wasn't the worst. That wasn't the worst of things because shortly after that happened, the girl that I was involved with also got pregnant. But even with that, we got two girls pregnant at the same time. Something like that. So even with that, that ended with a miscarriage. Whoa. Yeah. So the way I, like i said the way i was moving was reckless careless and just all around stupid and it it i think no no i think i know for those two situations it forced me to really stop and take a lot of stock and of what the fuck that I, what i was doing especially to the women that i was dealing with the way i was treating them or things that i would say to them or just whatever just treating treating their feelings like shit in other words, and yeah. the same the same way you were just saying that uh, I got to the point where I was like, "Damn, am I really a bad person?" Because I am. Yeah, you were. Yeah, a bad like just like damn, like that. None of this feels good right now. That's going on to me. Like I, like I, I think, of course, I had no choice but to get back in church and and find some type of stability and getting myself back right. But from that. I, from one of those situations, the one of the main things that I learned was I had to pinpoint the fatal flaw. So going back to to saying things that you clearly know you're not about to live up to or don't mean, but yeah. you want to get uh, the, the desired results. And I remember with that particular individual what I said that led her on to believe that it was going to be something more than it really wasn't going to be. So for that, say her name. Oh, I'm definitely not going to say her name, but. Still, I wish her all the best. But no, um, I think as as the time went by, and uh, like I said, I had to really start humbling myself, and just with a lot of stuff that I was doing, 
I had to go on somewhat of like a, a like an atonement tour. So I think it, I remember started with one individual of just apologizing to her, like like really calling out the stuff that I was doing just by saying, hey, I know the stuff that I said to you was probably hurtful. I know that I was extremely conscious of the stuff that I was doing and saying to you. And I, kn- I knew that it was inappropriate and wrong. So for that, I apologize. I humbly, I, I truly apologize. I sincerely apologize for the things that I said to you that might have, that, that has hurt you. Not even my has, that yeah. has hurt you. Yo, uh, actually a listener of our podcast is actually extremely close to one of the people we're talking about. Oh, word. So, and for that particular person, uh, the time did come that I think it was about two years later, um, our paths crossed downtown and I think we was at Oku. And she was there. Yeah, she was there. I happened to look to my left at the uh, bar. One of our listeners. <laughs> no, I was at the bar and I happened to see her and, you know, flagged her down. Uh, you know, it was nice and cordial and peaceful and then... In the same similar fashion with uh, the girl before, I just really had to sincerely apologize for the things that that I said to her. That think no, not even things that I said to her, just for being in that position that I knew for damn sure that I know I put myself into, put her into, and yeah, it just that could have been easily been avoidable. But I decided to be a huge dickhead, an asshole, a tool, a doucher. A big, a big doucher, doucher <laughs> douche McDougalton, <laughs> but no, like really atone for for the things that I said, just just all my actions, and from that, um, sincerely apologize. I believe that that she definitely, well, I, I believe I would like to believe that she she did accept my apology because, like I said, it came from a sincere place. Now, with that thought too, I mean, you can you can cut that. Each. <laughs> from that too a lot of stuff that i learned that um sometimes uh, some you can't uh get uh what is it some people won't accept your apology or they may accept it but definitely won't forget that that's called motherfucking bars nigga <laughs> fucking <play my> <laughs> but but no it's like yeah just like as you were saying it's like the the best thing that you can do is is it's, it's more than just saying it. it has to be just change behavior and i think from that point I started moving a lot more carefully, even for the women that I was dealing with. Like it, it started out kind of rough because I was I wanted to be so protective of, of course, my feelings. But I, I never wanted it to get to the point where it was probably in. Well, I never wanted to get to the point where it was in 2012, where because I think one girl in particular, I remember I just flat out just said what my intentions were. But it, it like I said, it came out kind of rough. But I think the way she took it, she thought I was just. <laughs> It's like the way she, the way she took it, she thought I was just joking, but I was like, nah, darling, I'm, I'm, I'm being a hundred percent serious with you right now. Cause it's like, I don't, I like, even if this doesn't work or whatever, I want to be able to look myself in the mirror and be like, Hey, at least I was honest. At least I, I told you what was up. Yeah. And then from there, things just kind of started working better for me and just, just for my own spirit and my own peace of mind. So from and then, of course, as time went by, I was able to kind of smooth out those edges that, you know, I don't have yeah. to be so so brash and just just harsh with it. I can just be like, hey, this is just where I'm at right now. This is what I'm bringing to the table. And that's it. I, you didn't have like, to be a 
a man. Yeah, a man. <laughs> Step definitely was a, a man. Exactly. Was so, a man. so no, I, I, I had cool. to, I had to be more conscientious of the just the things that I was saying, things that I was doing, and just to make sure that for any none of that baggage and none of that bad behavior carried on into a relationship that whatever that I, I was eventually was um, that I'm into right now. Because it's like I'm, I'm make, I'm like I said, I'm trying to make the most conscious efforts not to repeat the, those mistakes. I want to make sure that. I can start pointing it. Well, well, if I start doing this, we're going to lead to these, this type of result. Well, if I don't do this, this may lead to those type of results. So I'm trying to make sure I'm managing that the best way possible. So I can be the best man for and make sure that this relationship is the direction possible so that I'm just as, as a completely reformed fuck boy as be well, that, excuse me. So I can be a complete reform or more so be fuck boy free forever. Fuckboy free forever. Fuckboy free forever. Yeah, man. So you know what I uh you know what I think about fuckboys or what I what I would call one? No. Uh beta. <laughs> beta. Uh, a beta male. That's true. A beta male. So not uh, uh, well no, no, just I was gonna say no. just to add on top of that, because <laughs> just to just to wrap up the whole thing. Um Put a bow on it, Yeah. Um like I said, just to kind of sum up um just through those actions where I was saying it was a, just a lack of communication, just uh, dealing with the fear or dealing with that sense of entitlement or that, that loose sense of honesty, just with either intentions. And like I said, it doesn't necessarily just have to be with somebody of the opposite success. Like I, I didn't want to disrespect any of my close friends and any things that I was doing. So it, it all, of course it all comes with maturity also comes with adulting and hopefully you can learn the lesson sooner than later. Yeah, man. Can you dig that, sir? Can you dig that? Can you dig that? Hey, man. Bro, I, I actually, I think this is a very touching episode. This is like our uh, our after school special episode yeah, where yeah. we actually talk about the consequences of being addicted to fuckboys. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. About being a fuckboy forever. Yeah, it may it might have sound like some cool shit when we were younger. He'd be like, yeah, well, why, 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 or or it's what my favorite rapper may do. He he don't give a fuck that I ain't gonna give a fuck either. Even though as you get older, you're gonna hear it's like, man, that nigga hurting. Somebody hurt that nigga, and now he or that nigga got a whole bunch of money. Now he feels so entitled that the world owes him so much when it really doesn't. So, right, beta. <laughs> but nah, hopefully you can learn those lessons. Like I said, sooner than later. Yeah. And not find yourself in predicaments that you can't get yourself out of. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I, um wow, Mike, I really appreciate you opening up on opening up about that, man. Um this is a safe space. Yeah. Yeah, it's just me and you and all of our millions and millions of listeners. When you say million, you mean one listener? Uh well my mom's listening. Oh but, man, shout out to her. Yeah. yeah. So all right. so shout out to her. Mm. But yeah, man. Uh so yeah, that's our Fuck boy forever. Yeah. Nah, man. Did you like it? Did nah, you love it? Nah, 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 We fuck boy free over here. Oh, That's yeah, what fuck we boy we, free. We, yeah, yeah. we ain't fuck boys forever. We are wow. fuck boy free. Oh, that was it? Did you like it? Did you love it? Did you hate it? <laughs> <laughs> you're the best. You're the best. Maybe, maybe next season we can do girl free? <laughs> do fuck girls exist? Yeah. Who... Who would be courageous enough to come on the podcast or just talk about stuff Or how about this? How about you call in and leave us a voicemail? Is it your favorite fuck boy or fuck girl stories? Or just tell us about your fuck girl stories. Or how, how have you reformed? Yeah. 
Tell us about how you've grown. Yes. Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. I definitely want to hear about growth and uh, people's, uh, I guess, self-identified growth opportunities and whatnot. So. Gotcha. Yeah. So, Mike, it's uh, it's twenty twenty. Finally, we made it, bro. Yeah, we made it. We, we made, made it. it. We, we made, made it. it. It was a tough one. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. 20, yeah, that last that last decade was a doozy. <laughs> yes, it was. Yeah, but we made it. Um, so let's keep this thing rolling, man. How, how's everything up top? Um, everything's working. Um, of course, uh, top of the year. Uh, new fast or new old fast. Anyway, pescatarian diet, drinking other water, no vices. Um. I think, uh, oh, I think it's a, a salad a day. And the one thing that I, I'm glad that I'm starting to implement this, I may even ramp it up just a bit, is that along with um, the intermittent fasting that I'm doing, um, no. What, so, inter- what intermittent fast are you doing? Are you doing um, like 16 8? Yeah. Or, yeah. Okay. Yeah. From uh, 12 to 8, that's when I can eat. And I may do it a little bit more uh, come Lent time, right? But no, the one thing that I'm, I'm, I'm glad I'm doing, because I want to make sure that. Cause I know this year was the year I want to try to do a little bit of some spiritual growth. Um, don't get on social media when I wake up. Like social media should not be the first thing I look at uh, when I wake up in the morning. Like I, I, I like I literally uh, save it until it's time for me to eat, and that's when I hop on and just peruse and catch up on shit. Cause um, I think it was either Charlemagne or somebody Charlemagne might have been interviewing said something to the tune of that like it's bad for your energy with all the the, the just the, either be bullshit maybe chaos or maybe some positive affirmations here and there. Oh, shit, we talked about FOMO. Yeah, yeah, it, it's you just that, that, in the that 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 whole barrage of that type of energy. It's it's not good for you in the morning. So yeah. the one thing that I'm trying to at least replace that with is uh, going back to um, what I spoke about in the spirituality episode with the, the Tara Nicole Nelson with her soul tour. She's, I'm still subscribed to her, um, the whole group. And she, even though she does it every Tuesday, I'm trying to get a nice collection of it to where I can just start reading it on a weekly basis. It's just that, just those positive uh, affirmations. And I think in a very agnostic fashion, but it's, it's it, I know it's to my benefit. And if it's not that, if not reading some scripture or just reading something that's positive that I can start my morning off with. So that I'm least good on that front, yeah. Because yeah, I didn't, I didn't want to get caught up in all the BS. And on that front, um, with working out too, uh, within especially with these last couple of weeks, I've gotten the habit of, even though I, I'm I need to get back in church, but as a kind of like a pro, not a proxy, but as an alternative to, to that, on my Sundays, um, once I'm in the gym, and thanks to having unlimited data now on my phone, I've finally grown up and did that. Um, I'll have the Mount Moriah service plan as I'm on the treadmill or bike or on the elliptical going. So, and I've learned from there, I'm, I start, I guess, retaining some of the information uh, just a little bit better because of course my mind's being active, but I'm, 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 I'm absorbing that information just a little better, especially with these last couple, um, sermons. I think one was, um, uh, it was a, a, a spiritual thing. The other one was, um. Uh, I was hungry, hungry worship, and I just caught the the Bible study um, from this past. I think that was Wednesday, and it's like I said, it's little stuff that I'm picking up from there. Whether it be it's the idea of doubling down on the idea of prayer and really utilizing the concept of a prayer closet, and just uh, and uh, well, really the meaning of that uh, as you're doing that in private, it's almost like and I think the way uh, Pastor uh, was it Reverend Doctor 
uh, Benton kind of described it. It's almost like your pillow talk because it's you at your most purest, at your realest, and it's just you and God just talking. Um, I think another one of those sermons is uh, through temptation and being and how that equates to being tested. And he kept equate. Well, he was referencing the story of uh, after uh, Christ did his 40 day, 40 night fast and how uh, the devil was tempting him with certain things and those principles. And I think from that Bible study, one the one thing that I kind of picked up from that I, I thought was real dope is that through the fast. So. When you get hungry, let's say for me, if like if I want a pizza or want some Chick-fil-A or whatever, whatever, just those those random hunger urges that should represent your hunger for spiritual growth or getting closer to God and stuff like that. And I thought I was real dope how he kind of equate equated all of that. And then there was one little meditating, uh, meditating thing that he did in that last little four minutes or so of that um sermon that was real dope so i'm trying to i'm trying to get better on that front so i'm just trying to make sure that i'm a man of my word and doing all of that so what about you sir how, how you feeling um man, i think it's good i think it's good just trying to focus on um not new year's revolution revolutions but more focused on um just growth in setting timely goals mm. yeah i think that's that's definitely been more important for me as of late, um, because it's one thing to set, you know, set goals. And we know we all know we talk about like smart goals and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But it's one thing to set goals or set like these New Year's resolutions where it's like, you know, oh, before the year is out, I want to lose this much weight. Mm-hmm. Or I want to save this much money. I, I mean, I'm setting more timely goals, but I'm saying like instead of that, because that's something that's easy to give up on. Because obviously when you say this stuff that I want to do is something you're not doing now. So it's something that's easy to give up on. Um, and you know, once you fail, it's like, oh, and subconsciously you just put it, put it off to next year again. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, you know, I didn't lose any weight, <laughs> you gotcha, know, gotcha. or I have until the end of the year to lose this weight. So, mm-hmm. or you can say like, by, you know, by May, I want to lose as much weight mm-hmm. by October. I want to lose as much weight, setting those types of goals and stuff like that. I, I'm um, trying to figure out the best way to describe it because it's like, do you try to narrow that goal or do you kind of broaden it so that it's kind of like it's it's all encompassing? So like, all right, let's say you want to lose weight. Is it that you're just trying to lose weight just to do it or you're, are you trying to do something bigger as like a whole lifestyle change so that it's all encompassing so that even though you may not reach that goal by that date, but you're still doing the right stuff and making the right practices along the way that eventually you will get there. If that makes sense. Yeah, I think it's up to the individual and what your individual goals are. I mean, yeah. everybody's to lose weight for the same reason. So it's like, you know, if if your goal is to, like, lose a certain amount of weight, of course, once you lose that weight, your goal should change. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. But then, of course, if, you're, if your bigger goal is that I want to, like, enter, like, a bodybuilding competition, like, your goal should be a little bit different. It's like, mm-hmm. I should lose this weight by this date, but I also should be, like, you know, my my BMI should be this number by gotcha, day, you know, gotcha. shit like that. Or my cholesterol, I want to have my, you know, shit like that. My mm. my lipid pen, lipid, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I want to get <laughs> gotcha. that shit right. Gotcha. No, like I said, it's it's I'm I'm trying to find the right words for. I eventually will figure out this is probably by the end of my fast of. I guess it's is what the purpose should be and by those little things like weight loss or whatever it should just be byproducts of that if if you're aiming for something just a little bigger and how you can translate that in the other facets of your life though but i'll eventually i'll get that right yeah how i want to say it so 
Yeah, man. But that's that's it. Just trying to take care of the old tool between my shoulders, man. So. Hey, man, I can dig that, sir. No, I bet. Yeah, man. Wait, uh, wait. Um, just real quick, what was your favorite album last year? Uh, Bandana. No right, debate. Cool. Same here. Uh, no, no. I obviously no debates about that. <laughs> what was your artist of the decade? Artist of the decade, uh, Kendrick Lamar. All right, mine was Kanye West. So. Mm. All right, cool. And uh, what games are you playing currently? Uh, I'm still on my Call of Duty. Um, I'm fucking with Dead Cells. I, I need a minute to get a little, uh, to, just to understand a little bit more, because I got to get out of the habit of just playing music while I'm playing games, so I can just start uh, figuring out the shit a little bit better. Yeah. And um, holding out for uh, Resident Evil Three Remake, okay. and there's something else I'm forgetting that's supposed to be coming out later on down the line, but It'll come to me. Gotcha. Nah, makes sense. Uh, right now, I'm back in my backlog again. Mm-hmm. Um, I purchased a lot of new games at the end of last year. Um, well, I guess not purchased, but I acquired acqu- quite a few new games last year. Um, Outer Worlds um, was one of them, NBA 2K20, mm-hmm. which I'm you know, slowly but surely getting back into sports games. And I enjoy sports games for like almost like the simulation aspect of it, not necessarily competing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I enjoyed like the simulation, like you know, feeling like I own my I own my own team or like my own franchise mm. or I'm my own player and I'm kind of like you know going mm-hmm. through like a season or like an entire career um, as my own player. I, I enjoyed that aspect. I don't play online, you know, <laughs> at all. I don't I don't invite the boys to the crib to come, you know, go get on some 2K. That's not why I play 2K. That's right. Like, I'm do, I'm literally doing my career mode right now. Um, so I'm playing, uh, again, I work through my backlog, so I'm playing Fallout 4 right now. I bought an Xbox One X at the end of last year, so, um, just with the enhanced visuals and the enhanced performance, mm-hmm. I'm definitely getting the most out of that with Fallout 4. So there's that. Um, after Fallout 4, I'm going to be back on, uh, Metal Gear Solid 5 to finish that up. That's um, to that. Beyond Good and Evil, uh, I want to finish that up. And I actually did want to get through the Arkham Knight games, okay, and the Tomb Raider games. I do need to yeah. actually play the, the whatever the yeah. most, last one that came out. I need to get back to that. Right. So. so, and then after that, I want to um, since my homie Josh has an Xbox now, um, I, I want to start a campaign of Gears Five with him, mm-hmm. and I want to play through the entire campaign just to finish that off. I heard it's fairly short. Um, but I want to, you know, get through the entire campaign of Gears Five to say I beat it, and uh, and then I and after that, Outer Worlds. Um, I'm glad I bought. I'm glad uh, CD Projekt Red bought me more time, mm-hmm. so now I have more time to complete games like my entire backlog before Cyberpunk 2020 comes out. Yeah, that's what I say. And now yeah. I have the better the better game console to play it on as well. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next, I'm about to say yeah, because that was one and. Oh, I wish I could remember what that one was, though. But, um, yeah, I'll save it for another episode. Half-Life Alex is coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, sorry. This is not good content, me stretching and yawning on the mic. But <laughs> Half-Life Alex is coming out. I believe did that get pushed back. Um, I don't know. Which is technically Half-Life 3. Or they didn't confirm it as Half-Life 3, so I don't know. But, yeah. Um, also, Half-Life 2 is part of my backlog as well. I have the orange God. box collection. I've never completed Half Life Two. Gotcha. I beat Half Life Three. Uh, I mean, not Half Life Three. I beat Half Life One. Yeah, I was about to say. I, play, I was playing that in high school, like when I discovered that. You know. Yeah. So. Gotcha. I got it. Doom Eternal. Doom Eternal. I'm never gonna.
I I'm yeah. I can't stay. I can't. It can't keep me long enough to. <laughs> fucking but Dead Space. I've been wanting to play the Dead Space game. Yes. Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I, I remember playing Dead Space One and just getting completely fucking mauled <laughs> within the first two minutes of the game. Yes. And I could not figure out how to get past it, and I was like, "Well, the game's nah, not nah, for me." No, you you need to go back and give it its justice, because because yeah. for me, it was one of the most underrated horror survival games of all times. Like it needs to be mentioned with the likes of Silent Hills and Resident Evil. Like, no, it it Dead Space One and Two was so official, just not even for the horror aspect, just the whole the mechanics of everything, the futuristic aspect of everything. It was just it was official, and it was just a fresh take on the 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 I guess the zombie genre. Yeah. What um what game do you think is the most slept on game of all time? Ooh, um, damn, man, you really put me on the spot with that one because I can't even call it. Um, two dots, two dots. It's a mobile app game. Okay, fuck with mine. I would have to say this game called The Thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it was based off. The it mo- was based off the movie. Yeah, I remember that. Novel. I remember that. That game was awesome. Yeah. Um, and it was uh, it wasn't co-op. It was not co-op, but you played with a team of like four. I was about people. to say, I was like, I and you it could was. and you could discover like more people as the game went on. Okay, but it's like you know you could lose people, and those people will become a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it was it was like probably like one of the more dynamic games I I'd ever played, and you really had that feeling. It's like I'm out here stuck in this cold tundra stranded mm-hmm. with my team but it's like at any point like somebody in your team could become a thing like if they got mm-hmm. bitten and it's out of nowhere they may just like their body may explode and the fucking thing is coming out of them like <laughs> wow and it can happen anytime it wasn't even scripted events and stuff mm-hmm. like that so it's it was a it, it was a pretty cool game um definitely highly slept on because i never heard anybody ever talk about it mm-hmm. i never see it on like game rank game rank so like mm-hmm. in the top 10 list or anything so no, no watch mojo right never <laughs> you never see it on there but i'm like yo this game was fucking but but you excellent. see but you see them niggas trash anthem for every fucking top 10 and a half yes every every <laughs> top 10 about the most disappointing games or like you know like oh, games like, we didn't like or games that could have been better games that can go fuck themselves <laughs> Anthem. Like, it's like number nigga, we, one. We, like we get it. And then look at number two, Fallout seventy six. Like okay, we yeah. get it. Y'all did not like the game. Yes, Superman sixty four. Yeah, like Jesus, Aquaman. Yeah. I'm like okay. All right, guys. All I right. understand y'all have to put out content every day, bro. Gotcha. Like, I understand. <laughs> like we get it. You vape. But now, nah, um, yeah. what do you think is the most, uh, not necessarily underrated, uh. What game is do you think gets hated on? Well, I don't want to say guilty pleasure because it's not guilty pleasure. What game do you think gets unjust hate <laughs> that you like? Of course, yeah. Actually, um, I was gonna say Arkham Knight. Arkham Knight, yeah, because for whatever reason, folk did not like that game for some odd reason. Well, a- the game's canon, right? Not, not not necessarily okay not, not. but no nah, because i guess people didn't like the whole i guess the tank aspect of it like it took oh. away from the experience i'm like it didn't like what the fuck no they, i have experience yeah i haven't yeah no yeah. no nah, nah, that that shit did it for me yeah. but yeah it's it like huh dude it has all of the elements of all the arkham series with and then some and it was just an amazing gaming experience i was like i don't know how the whole driving the batmobile to turn into a tank turned you off but yeah, it's, fu- it's fucking Batman. 
Yeah. Shit's right. going to happen. Yeah. Like, <laughs> technology is like his thing. Gadgets. Exactly. It's like, I, I, like yeah. all right. But then again, I haven't played it yet. I that's might right. play it. I'm like, yo, Mike, I see what they're talking about. <laughs> that's um, fair. That's fair. As long as long as you have your opinion, your opinion, you're not yeah, swayed by right. anything else. So, I think Grand Theft Auto Online gets a lot of unjustified hate. Really? Yes, right. it does. I mean, folks complain about the economy in the game. They complain about like almost like pay to win aspects of the game, mm-hmm. where it's like there's some things you can only get if you grind it really hard for it, mm-hmm. or if you paid a bunch of money. I kind of pissed the other day when I played the game because um, there was a car I was looking to get, which is like mm-hmm. Luxo, it flies and all the stuff. You can weaponize it. And I was looking at it and it's like $3 million in the game. And I was like, dang, I only got 600000 right now. I was like, well, I can buy a shark card, which is your way of buying like in-game currency. I was like, mm-hmm. I can buy a shark card. Probably like $20. Like, I'll, I'll do it. Like, mm-hmm. It's whatever. I'm going to... It'll help me get more out of this game that I, mm-hmm. that I purchased like you know, like almost almost a decade ago. So I'm yeah. like, yeah, let's, let's try it out. In order to get the amount of money I needed, I would have had to spend some upwards of forty or fifty dollars. Like, fuck that. But again, one, that game has been supported. The game came out in 2013. It's been supported with free updates since then, since 2013. Mm-hmm. Right. So even if you don't get like the cars and every and the new business or whatever that comes mm-hmm. along with the update, there's still a ton of free content that you have access to mm-hmm. within the game that you don't have to spend a dime on. At least not out of your pocket. Like of course you, you know, if there's new haircuts, shit. You'll spend in-game currency. Yeah, but, yeah, you know that makes sense. So there's always like free content available to you. And two, I really feel like one of the themes of Grand Theft Auto Five um, mm-hmm. was this whole thing about economy and money. Like that game came out when we were going through a recession, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh, well, that makes sense." Is like a lot of the game was about folks like needing to get money. It's mm-hmm. the whole game has been about greed and mm-hmm. where greed gets you and money and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. So I can understand why they have an online mode with this robust economy where, yeah. You can, you know, they might rake you over the coals with <laughs> to get to get that money from you, and it's like that also, like that's one of the highest grossing games of all time. Like, and that was even before anybody even played the online mode and bought the shark cards and you know spent all their money. So, no, no, that makes sense. But again, like Rockstar did their thing, like the amount of detail, the just how they packed that much into this game is is unfathomable you know it's it's hard to put it together sometimes like you're playing it's like it's just it's beyond logic <laughs> like, <laughs> no, it, makes it is beyond logic like yeah. being able to get with all your homies at the same time at the top of mount chiliad and some of y'all parachute down some one of y'all takes a bmx bike or a dirt bike <laughs> and does like cartwheels and flips all the way down and then jumps off and you know parachutes down with a rainbow parachute and then lands on top of a truck and you know throws a sticky bomb like the fact that this is a thing that's possible at all is astounding nah, i can dig it so i can dig it so yeah so i think that game gets unjust unjust hate and i think a runner up for that would be fortnite that's right fortnite gets a lot of unjustified hate. like that's also a great supported game that's free you know can't be free you can't be free. can't be free yeah yeah man um i was like, gonna say what you uh listening to now 
645 AR, obviously. <laughs> Come on, bro. <laughs> Doug, for our listeners, I literally just found out about this uh, this young man yesterday. And I'm yeah, that like, is 2020 rap. Oh, God. No, 20, no, that is the rap of the future. He's no. rapping in 2031. Oh, yeah. God. No. Just go go check it for yourself. What was it? In the Trap was uh, the song uh, we listened For the Trap. For the Trap. Yeah. Just go listen to it for yourself. 645 Love. AR. I actually Love. like it. Um, Lord have mercy. Uh, Duke Deuce, of course. Obviously, come on, that's a given. <laughs> uh, let's see. I haven't listened to Jeffrey in a while. Um, I went back and listened to some artists that I, I was listening to uh, a couple years back. Mm-hmm. So I'll fight you, um, Ugly Frank, and the Boys. Uh, <laughs> no name. I'm listening to Room Twenty Five. Uh, there's somebody new on my playlist. Uh, what's your guy's name? Uh, not um. The Griselda guys or no hell no. The guy that wrote the song, Kenny Mason. That's your boy. Yeah, yeah. Kenny Mason. Uh definitely been rocking with Kenny Mason pretty hard. Even though he don't have a full tape out yet, mm-hmm. I rock with I rock with his music. Um, gotcha. Yeah. Uh I think that's all for new music I've been listening to. Everything else has been you know, I've been revisiting old stuff. Gotcha. Yeah. I would want to get in so Wayne just dropped it. The, um, the funeral. funeral, yeah. Uh, I listened to one song off of. It. I thought it was pretty good. One with Big Sean and Lil Baby. Yeah, I haven't caught it yet. Yeah, yeah it's called I've Got It. It's it's yeah. pretty dope. Um, I may listen to that new Eminem. I I, I was gonna get to that, but go ahead. Yeah, but yeah, I, I mean I haven't listened to it yet, mm. so <laughs> I have not listened to <laughs> any song I heard from that from that album was uh, it was by mistake. It was on like some playlist and I heard it by mistake. So I got you. Yeah. Yeah, what about you? What you been listening to? Um, well, first things first. Yeah, I went sh- straight to the Eminem this year when it when it dropped. Um, I'm in- give it to me. <laughs> no, I'm impressed. I'm glad he's back in his bag now because it's like he. Well, for one, I'm glad he's gotten. I don't know whoever's been airing on the last two projects. I'm hoping it's not the same person for this one because this one sounds so much better, or at least that he's found some new direction where, it's is. He's gotten back to the bars and he's not coming off dated like he has been in past projects. So I'm I'm proud of that. Um yeah, it, it was it was just weird. And I think the one thing that finally caught my eye that was different for the last two projects is that he's finally seeming like he's more in tune, especially features wise. Because I think I think what was it, the revival album he had fresher and then it was like a lot of those other songs, it sounded more like poppyish well the poppyish version of him where it was like eh. but for this one he had was a juice world he had young and may of course he has his usual suspects uh, of royce uh, joel and crooked minus uh uh joey and um black thought and just everything on there it, it it's it feels like it's a continuation of what uh recovery was because recovery was definitely one of my favorite albums that he's done so um but i can go deeper into that so later um let's see I've been listening to. Um, I went back and got that Jack Boy album of the Travis Scott shit. Um, that was actually good. I enjoyed yeah. that. Um, that Out West track caught me, and more so, I think the reason why I went to that was because of Pop Smoke, because uh, the those Woo guys uh, was it him, Fabio Foreign, Sosa Geek. Um, I think it's Ross Wish, Fetty Luciano. That whole new movement that's coming out of New York right now, I, I'm, I'm glad they're moving. I, I, I love Woo Walk. Everything that got going on, uh, 
it's I'm all for it. So nah, um, like I said, I had to go back and get that album. Um, your old Drew uh, jewelry because I think that released back in uh, late December. Uh, that one was that one was cool. Um, once again, shout out to Star. I went back and bought uh, Jim Jones as uh, El Capo. That was actually good. I know that was worth it. I was, yeah, I yeah, that was actually that was solid. And I did pick up uh, Mac Miller's album, Rest in Peace, uh, the Circles album. Okay. Um, I just got to be in the mood to listen to it. To be honest, I just got to be in the right mood for it because yeah. I mean, it's 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 still he's on his art. Well, he still was on his artistry incline though. But I gotta take some time to really just absorb it for what it is. And um, what else did I pick up on the um, Cameron Purple Haze Two? It was a couple tracks that I liked though, but. Uh, yeah, it, was, it was all right i was like I, I for the last year for out of dipset goes jim jones really took it so um other than that i think that's about it um oh uh currency's album that did drop today so that's been getting a lot of play for me so oh, currency. Currency, currency. um damn i was tripping i was thinking about um spit up i wasn't thinking about currency jet life i was thinking about uh what's what's young boy from dipset that. Jewels? Name, no, no, not Jewels. Who was the dude recently that he got caught? He was like making beats and shit like that. Not Cassidy. With Cassidy. Yeah, Cassidy. Yeah. Is it Jewels don't have front teeth, right? Yeah, Joel Santana looked real different nowadays, yeah, yeah. bro. But hopefully, with this, you know, the stint that he's in, he's sobering himself up and getting back on the square and getting. What right, was, so. was he on? Like, was it heroin? No, nah, I don't think it was that. I think it was on pills. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. So. Uh, pills. But now, every time. back to currency. Um, the Tonight Show with DJ Fresh, which some uh, he's probably about to be one of my top producers for the year because um, I remember he did um, for as far as DJ Fresh goes, he did also did another Tonight Show with Freddie Gibbs, which was. Fire. If you haven't listened to DJ Fresh's uh, Tonight Show with Freddie Gibbs, please go back and do yourself a favor. Go back and listen to it. You will enjoy it. And the same with this Currency Project, because um, definitely was a palate cleanser, because I did not like uh, Prestige Worldwide with um, Smoke Dizzle. That was... <laughs> so... But um, other than that, uh, no, that was about it. Yeah, man. Nah, it was great. Uh, last year was a great... Oh, no, I'm lying. Last year was a terrible year. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. This year is actually looking pretty good. Like, to have... Two pretty dope ass projects drop in this one month has been mm. has been great mm. in itself. And then discovered like some good artists. Like I'm not sure how you really feel about six forty five uh, AR, but I actually really like that. <laughs> I like what he kind of represents. So I'm excited to see what happens. Like he only got like six hundred forty five listens on Spotify right now for for the trap. Mm-hmm. So I really want to see what comes of that. And I think it's a good year for Duke Deuce as well. Yeah. So. And cause oh that's right um we throw back out there too um as far as my artists to watch for this year I always said Doja Cat I threw in Zach Fox and I forgot to mention from previous conversations Pop Smoke and uh, Fabio probably more so Pop Smoke because he's getting the most attention especially for that dumb shit that he just did allegedly uh with the whole Rolls Royce and everything but we'll see how that turns yeah. out so but um but no nah, th- like I said those boys definitely got my ear yeah so oh, good guys um but yeah. Mike, what's going to be your closing, your closing uh, statements, your closing arguments, your um, closing quote? <laughs> my closing quote. I don't want to say closing argument because then, yeah, yeah. I've already closed. Closed. Then had the thing pulled up.
We are a family. I fight for them, and he fight for me. Bionic, Bionic Six Two. We run That's all I got. <clears throat> what you got? Slow motion. Better than no motion. That's called motherfucking bars, nigga. Fucking you know nothing about that. Yo, this has been the children in their podcast. Fuck boy. Forever. Fuck boy free. Fuck boy free. Yep. Again, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play Music, Google Podcasts. And pipe man, just just say everywhere, man. That's just 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 say everywhere. I mean, because then you gonna have people looking for us on uh, on Podomatic, and we are not gonna be there. And as long as they looking, that yeah. means they care. That's all. That, that's all we. That's all we want. Yeah. You know, but you know, once again, thanks to the listeners, man. Y'all y'all making us the number one podcast in the Black Charleston diaspora. We yeah. appreciate you. Thank you. And Bless you. Thanks, Queen. Thanks to everybody that's uh, been subscribed to us. Uh, been listening to every episode. Uh, we're celebrating our one year soon, so we appreciate y'all for that. And we're gonna celebrate our one year with a listener review episode. So that's fair. Yeah, that's keep fair. keep an eye out for us. <laughs> um, remember to leave us a voicemail at eight four three four one zero eighty five thirty one, or a text message. Now, do stop sending us pictures, please. Not cool, please. Um, yeah, but outside of that, man, um, peace, love, and chicken grease. Pow. We out. That your smoke detector is on low battery. Is it? Yeah, bro. I know you heard it through the whole episode. Nah, I... Like, bro, it's it going off the whole time. Oh, oh, shit. Damn, bro, I was... Shit, I wasn't even paying attention. I, I got so used to it. My, my bad. Yeah, man, you might want to... Uh, yeah, 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 I got that. Because they don't hear it. Yeah, no, 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 I mean, the battery's not that expensive. No, right? I mean, yeah, I, no, no, you're not. Right, right, right. Yeah, like six dollars. Yeah, yeah, or you said it in the episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I'm buying from anywhere. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go get it. Yeah, yeah. right, uh, right. Yeah. It's just weird. You you said that you had. Yeah. Checked your own smoke detectors beforehand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I, 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 I'm, I'm gonna get around to it. I'm gonna get around to it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm saying it's just like classic irony, you know. Yeah. Think about it. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's just weird that you can, you know, again, like, yeah, on it. I don't know, maybe it's just me. Yeah, it's late, but I just, yeah, I just thought that, yeah, no, that def- part was definitely kind of weird. Definitely. Okay, yeah, gotcha. All right, cool. All right, cool.